Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Oh, can we clap our hands to the Lord right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody give them the highest praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, we need you, God. We need you. Oh, can we just lift up hands just, just for a few more moments? I feel like God wants to do something here tonight. God, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds to receive your word, Jesus. God, we need you to do a work that only you can do, Jesus. We need you to do a work that only you can do, God. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, prepare, God, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we're so glad for everyone that's in the house of God tonight. We're especially, especially happy that pastor's back with us. Oh, we definitely understand why he, why he went. And First Lady Mama Rigger, I know you guys went for a very, very important reason, but it's always glad to have you back, always glad to have you, have you here at home. So thankful the Lord had his way. His healing power worked in that situation. We were praying personally, me and my wife. we so glad to hear that good report there. Uh, if you have your Bibles, 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel 5, 5 and 17. It's right, right after 1 Samuel, just in case you were wondering. 2 Samuel 5, 17. If anybody sees Brother Nelson playing with his toes, just know his wife is out. So just pray for him. Pray for him. <laughs> pray for him. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate Brother Nelson tonight. Oh, 2 Samuel. <laughs> if you have it, say amen. 5 and 17. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel. All the Philistines came up to seek David, and David heard of it and went down to the hold. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines without deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thy hand. And David came to Belperizim. Excuse me, Belperizim. Belperizim. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. And David smote them there and said, "The Lord hath broken forth upon my enemies before me, as the breach of waters. Therefore he called that name of that place Belperizim. And there they left their images, and David and the men burned them. And the Philistines came." up yet again, and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them, and come up upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be, when thou hearest the sound of the going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself, for then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. 
And David did so, and the Lord commanded had as the Lord had commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Gibba until thou came to Gazer. Spending some time, emphasis on verse 20, and David came to Baalperism, and David smote them there, and the Lord and said, The Lord hath broken forth upon my enemies before me as the breach of waters. Therefore he called the place Baal Perizim. I'm going to speak on the preach on the title A God of a Breakthrough. I said, a God of a breakthrough. Would you put your Bibles down and lift up your holy hands right now? Hallelujah, God. We need you, God. Spirit of a living God, we need you right now. Oh, God, we need you to do a work, God. Oh, God, oh, God, we need you. We need you to work a work that only you can do, Jesus. We need you to anoint my mind, anoint my lips, anoint our God. Anoint your people to hear your word tonight, Jesus. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Would somebody clap your hands to the Lord right now? Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And the word doesn't stop there. It says shout unto God. Says, shout unto God with a voice. Would somebody shout unto God right now with a voice of triumph? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, yes. Oh, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. How many are glad, how many people of God are glad that you serve the God of a breakthrough? Ah, oh, I said, how many are glad that we serve the God of a breakthrough that can solve every problem that you put in front of him, that can meet your every need. He can come through when nobody else can come through. I said, when everybody else can't solve your problem, we still serve of God that can meet your every need. Church family, I just want to tell us something here tonight. Just want to encourage somebody to tell you that God doesn't want you to stay the same. I said God doesn't want you to stay the same. No matter how long you've lived for God or how short you live for God, God still wants to do something in your life. And no matter what the devil tells you, God still has something for you. I said the very fact that you're here right now tells me and tells you that God wants to do something in your life. I know the devil has thrown some blows at you. I know he's told you some things that, 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 that was discouraging to you. I know he's, he's, he's about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But I'm here to tell you that you still serve a God of a breakthrough. I said we still serve a chain breaking God. An addiction breaking God. A me needing God. Oh, church family, I just want to encourage somebody, no matter what you're going through, that God, you're still serving a God of a breakthrough. And he's here to meet that breakthrough. Ah, so many times, so many times, the, the, the moment we get so close to a breakthrough, it seems like everything 
goes wrong. How many's been there? It seems like no matter everything that you're facing and you're trying to get closer to God and, and, and you're trying to, to get there and, and it seems like everything the devil throws at you is just happening. Everything seems to go wrong. Somebody said one time, uh, the devil threw everything at me but the kitchen sink. He said, then I turned around and guess what came? The kitchen sink. Oh, how many's been there? And, and, and I just want to encourage somebody, don't back up now. I said, don't back up now because we serve a God of the breakthrough. And no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, we still serve a God that can meet your need. First Kings, second Kings, excuse me. We're going to talk. I just want to talk to us about, about naming second Kings chapter five, verse one. I'm, I'm just going to point out a few things here. It says, now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. I just want to stop here and point out Naaman had an issue. Naaman had a problem. Naaman had something that was bugging him. He had something as great as he was, he couldn't solve it himself. I said Naaman had an issue. He had something that he couldn't solve. Nobody around him could solve. But it plagued him day and night. And it says, and the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel. And a little maid, as she waited on Naaman's wife, and he said unto her, Mistress, would God, my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. I'm going to stop right there. I like how it, it's, it's unnamed. You don't know the name of the maid, of the servant that was with Naaman. And church family, I just want you to put your name there. The places that God has put you, the job that he's put you, the friends that you have, the places that God has taken you, you can be a bridge to somebody getting a breakthrough. Ah, I said, that servant girl, what if she wouldn't have said what she said? Huh? What if she wouldn't have done what Naaman was asking? What if she would have played dumb and said, I, I, I don't know a prophet. I, I, I don't know nothing about this name, and I, I don't know if I really can help you or not. But what if she's, but, but I'm so glad that she had enough courage to say, oh, I know a man. I know a man. I know a man. I know a man. And that, that's, that's what I'm going to get to tonight. Somebody is leaning on you to get your breakthrough tonight. I said, yes, somebody's leaning on you to get your breakthrough, church family. Can I challenge us? Can I challenge us? Yes, don't you, don't, don't you back up. I know sometimes we're scared and sometimes when we go out in this world and sometimes we want to tuck our heads, but I just want to tell somebody, get your courage, get your courage and, and show the world, show the world. I know a man. I know Jesus. I know Jesus deep down that can save you that can meet your need I know a place I know a place that you can come and get your healing so glad the servant girl 
did her part. And it goes on to say, and one went in and told his Lord saying, thus and thus said the maid is, is of the land of Israel. Going down to verse 8, and it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard the king of Israel, had rent his clothes, and he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me. And he said, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. All of a sudden, Elisha, Elisha finds out that this leper man, he finds out that there's, there's an issue that the king can't solve. The king just, he just rent his clothes. He didn't know what to do. And I'm so glad that Elisha again stepped up to the plate and said, I know a man. I know somebody. I know somebody that can meet your need. Aha, I'm still talking about a breakthrough. Naaman, I said Naaman needed a breakthrough. Naaman had some issues. Naaman had some things that he couldn't solve. Naaman had some things that was plaguing him day in and day out. And church family, I know some of you, I know, I know some of us has issues that's plaguing us. Ah, come on somebody, I know there's issues that we're saying, God, I don't know when, I don't know where, but God, I need a breakthrough. Would there somebody say amen? I know I'm not the only one that needs a breakthrough in my life. I know you need a breakthrough in your life as well. And that's what we come to say, that here in this place, you can get your breakthrough. I said you can get your breakthrough. And Elisha... Elisha says, I know, I know, I know I can. I know, I, I know, we, we, I, can, I can help out Naaman. And it goes on to verse 10, it says, And Elisha sent a messenger on the saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thou flesh shalt come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. That's not the end of the story. We know that, that Gideon, I mean, I get sorry, Naaman went on and said, What? Wash in Jordan? That's not what I was expecting. That's not what I was expecting. Ah, uh, I was expecting it to do something great. I, I, I brought all these gifts for you. I brought everything that could, that, that, that I thought you would want. And you send, a, you send your servant out just to tell me to go wash seven times. And, and, and I'm just here to tell somebody that sometimes your breakthrough might come in untraditional ways. I said your breakthrough might come in untraditional ways. I said your breakthrough might come in untraditional ways. Ah, sometimes we get in the mold and we know what to do. And we, we know, oh man, if I, if I just go do this and I just go pray here a little bit, oh man, God's going to answer. God said, no, I want to see what you're going to do. He said, go wash seven times. And he said, oh man, I don't really want to do that. And then one of his servants said, guess what? He said, if, if he were told to do something great, you would have done it. <laughs> And then uh, Naaman said, oh, well, come and think about it. That sounds about right. He said, let me go. Let me, let me, let me go on down. Let me try this out. Let me try this wa washing of Jordan. And as we know, the Jordan was not the cleanest river. It was not the cleanest place to wash up at. It was dirty. It had issues. Uh, it, 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 it was dirty. It had issues. And uh, just like the church sometimes. <laughs> the church might have some issues. Ah, it might have some issues. It might not be perfect. Because you know why it's not perfect? Because each and every one of us are in here. That's why. But guess what? We serve a perfect God. 
We don't come to a perfect church. We don't have perfect everybody. We don't have perfect saints. But guess what? We have a perfect God. I said we have a perfect God. Ah, and then he said, oh, so he goes down and he goes in and he, he dips seven times. And, and, and guess what? He gets his healing. And he says, guess what? He, he gets his healing. And he says, oh, man, ah, I got all these gifts. I got to give them to somebody. So he runs and gives them to the to, to, to the to the prophet. And uh, as we know the story, Gehazi ended up, ended up getting the gifts and he wasn't supposed to. He said, leave them alone. I don't need them. Gehazi got them and God smote him with leprosy. But. I'm just here to tell you that Naaman got his, he got his breakthrough because he obeyed the man of God. He obeyed. He did what God had asked him to do. And, and anybody, I, I don't know what God has always asked you to do, but guess what? If you do that, if you do it God's way, I said, if you do it God's way, I said, if you do it God's way, it will work. It will work. It will work. Ah, uh, going back to our text tonight. Ah, uh, David has just been, David has just been anointed king. If you read, if you back up and read in 2 Samuel 5, D David had just been anointed king of Israel. He had already been king of Judah just for a short while. And, and the Philistines heard of it. And if you ever realize, if you think about the Philistines, they knew David very well. Because that's the main reason why David got to prominence by knocking out Goliath. He killed Goliath. Ah, and I, I'm, I'm telling your church family, if God does something for you, I said if he does something for you, and you go out and tell somebody that, hey, God did this for me, guess what? It's going to be a testimony to them. It's going to be a testimony. It's going to be something. Say, hey, I know a God. A God did this for me, so guess what? I believe God can do something for you. But David, his prominence was known throughout the land, and the Philistines heard of it. And the Philistines said, oh, man, ah, just, just because now you've been anointed king, that don't mean we're going to leave you alone. Ah, just because now you're king over Israel, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that we're just going to, we're just going to bow down and, and give this to you. He said, no, no, no. The Philistines still came, came up against them. He was up in a rock in a hard place. They were coming. They were coming for him. I said, they were coming for him. And they spread out, they spread out in the valley of Rephine. And he said, and David had a problem. David, David said, God, I don't, I don't really know what to do. Should I, should I, should I go up? Should I go up? Should I attack him? Should I do this? And he said, God said, yes, go ahead, go ahead. And I'm going to read you just a few different versions. I, I, I usually like to stay in the, the King James Version, but I'm going to step out, step out on a limb here and go into the English Standard Version. And in verse 5, in the English Standard Version says, And David came to Belperism, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord hath broken through my enemies before me like a breaking flood. Therefore, the name of the place is called Belperism. Ah, he said, This is the place. This is the place. This is the place. This is the place where God defeated my enemies. Ah, I said, this is the place where I got my breakthrough. This is the place, this is the place where I got my breakthrough. This is the place where God came through in a mighty way. This is the place. And also in the contemporary English version, it says, 2 Samuel, also 5.19, David asked the Lord, should I attack the Philistines? Will you let me win? And the Lord, the Lord told David, attack 
and I will let you win. Verse 20, David attacked the Philistines and defeated them. Then he said, I watched the Lord break through my enemies like a mighty flood. So he named the place, the place the Lord broke through. Ah, that's where I'm going. He said the place that the Lord broke through was right here. When my enemies were round about me, I said when my enemies were round about me, he said this was the place, this was the place where the Lord broke through. Ah, if somebody, if the devil got your back up against, he said to ask the Lord, he said, will you let me win? And David said, and the Lord said unto David, attack and I will let you win. I just came to tell somebody, I know somebody might be thinking, is it my turn? Is it really my day? I've, I've done this several times again. Is it really my time? And I come to here to tell you, yes, it is. He said, attack. Yes today and you will win ah oh, would somebody clap your hands to the Lord right now Ah, he said, I, I know how it feels sometimes. The devil just is convincing me. He's he just breaking out on all sides. He said, everything is going wrong. But sometimes you just got to look up to the Lord and say, God, will I win this time? Ah, will I win this time? Will I win this time? And he said, yes, yes. Go forward, go forward, go forward. Yes, you're going to win. You're going to win. And uh, down to verse 24, and in the CEV, in the contemporary English version, he said, wait until you hear the sound like troops marching through the tops of the trees. Then attack quickly. The sound will mean I have marched ahead of you to fight the Philistine army. Oh, I just come and tell somebody, yes, I know, I know, I know it's convincing. I know the devil's beating you up, but he said, when you hear the sound, he said, when you hear the sound, when you hear the sound of me coming across the mulberry, he said, yes, that's me. And that's when it's time. That's when it's time to go and take the land. I'm giving you your victory. Just want to tell somebody, we still serve a God of the breakthrough. I said, we still serve a chain-breaking God. We still serve a God that can do, that can deliver you out of all your problems. David obeyed the Lord and defeated the Philistines. Even He even chased them out of all the way of Gibba and unto the entrance of Gezer. He did it. God delivered him out of all his problems. He delivered him from his enemies right then and there. Isaiah 59, 19, it says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. Oh, when the enemy shall come in like the flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. 
Somebody, somebody get this in your spirit that you still serve a God that can get you out. He's still serving as he's a mean, needing God that he can come at your place and say, this is my, this is my, this is my bell person. This is my place where God met me. This is my place. And I serve a God of the breakthrough. I'm just reminded of the time. Well, Jacob wrestled an angel. Jacob wrestled an angel. He wrestled all night. He wrestled all night. Somebody feel like you've been wrestling for a while. Say, I've been wrestling for a while. I've been wrestling for a while. (laughs) And then... The angel of the Lord said, let me go. The day breaking. He said, nah, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. We've been wrestling this long. Nah, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Ah, oh, I just feel like somebody needs to get this in your spirit. You tell, you tell everybody around, you tell the devil, I'm not going to let go. I serve a God, I serve a God that can meet my need. I serve a God that can deliver. I serve a God that can do the impossible. I serve a God that I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to let go no matter what. I said I'm not going to let go. Jacob wrestled the angel. <laughs> the angel said, Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. The day breaketh. Let me go. Let me go. <laughs> Jacob said, Nah, nah, we've been wrestling this long. We've been wrestling this long. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Uh, I'm not going to let you go. <laughs> and somebody here, you've been wrestling for a while. I said, You've been serving God for a while. You've been at this for a while. But I'm just going to tell you, don't let go. I said, Don't let go. Don't let go. Don't let go. He said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. He said, all right. Ah, bless you. Ah, bless you. He said, but in the blessing, he broke his hip. He broke his hip. And he goes on. He said, now, you're going to, he went on and had to limp for the rest of his life. But back in, he said, surely, surely the Lord was in this place. He said he named the place Bethel. I believe he said because the Lord is surely in this place. The Lord is surely in this place. He had to name it something special because he said my problems, I needed, I needed help. And this is the place where God did it. This is the place where God did it. Ah. Oh, I just want to encourage somebody, don't give up. Ah, don't give up no matter what it looks like. Don't give up. Don't give up. Ah, we serve a God of the breakthrough. Ah, another time when the children of Israel was up against, was up against some, some impossible odds. They were up against some impossible odds and this is, this is the key to a breakthrough. It's going to require you stepping out of your comfort zone. It's going to require you stepping out. It's going to require some tenacity. It's going to require some things you've got to dig down inside. 
It's not the ordinary. Somebody said the ordinary just won't do. The ordinary just won't do. Uh, God wants to get you out of your comfort zone. Uh, get you a little afraid. Get you a little uh, little off skelter. I just don't know how I'm going to get through this. But God said you lean on me. He told David. He said, no, nah, don't go. Don't go till you hear the sound. Don't go till you hear, your, till you hear the sound. Don't go because then when you hear the sound, that's when you know I did it. That's when you know it's, it's time for you to go. That's when it's time for you to attack. Uh, Joshua, Joshua 6 and 20. Joshua 6 and 20. This is, they're going into the promised land. And they, they, they come up against Jericho. They come up against Jericho. And guess what? The walls were thick. The walls were high. The walls, it, it seemed insurmountable. But guess what? Joshua said, the Lord told me, this is how we're going to get through this victory. This, there's only one way. There's only one day for six days. We're going to march around the walls. He said that on a seventh day, we're going to march around six times. Then after that, then after that, we're going to shout with the voice of triumph. Then, then we're going to shout. But till then, nobody talk nobody say nothing we're just going to march that's what God told us and I'm pretty sure a lot of people looked at the leader and said what ah we just don't see how that's going to work we just don't see how that's going to do it I just don't feel like that's going to defeat but some people still was decided to trust their leader ah, I can stop right there I said some people just decided to trust their leader uh, just decide to trust Joshua and say guess what Joshua we're with you we're with you we're going to do this we're going to do this and so they go about they go about and marching around the walls and they were quiet and I feel like sometimes they were quiet the reason why God told them to be quiet is said guess what if you talk too much you'll talk yourself right out of this how many times we've been up to something and guess what? <laughs> hey, we've been up to it and man, oh man, we can't do this. Uh, we start talking, oh, I don't know how we're going to do this. I just don't see, I just don't see how this is going to happen. But guess what? He said, don't talk. I don't want to hear nothing from it. Don't, 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 don't talk. Don't talk, don't talk. So they go around, they're silent, they're silent. And they say, oh, they're silent, they're marching, they're marching, six days coming. Man, we're tired from marching. But Joshua said, oh, seven days, we're going to march around seven times. We're going to march around seven times. He goes, and, he's, and they, they march around seven times. And he, on the seventh time, he said, now, now, now it's time. Now it's time. Now it's time for you to shout. And guess what? When they shouted, guess what happened, church family? The walls fell down. I said the walls fell down. Yes, when, the, when they begin to shout and worship God, the walls fell down. Let's all stand in this place right now. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Still talking about a God of a breakthrough. Ah. Uh, I, I, I see here, it's, it's not that sometimes it's not the, unco it's the unconventional way that God delivers. I said sometimes it's the unconventional way. Sometimes we got to do things that we really don't want to do. Sometimes we got to do things that's uncomfortable. But guess what? God is still with the church family. He's still with us. He still knows. He still knows what you need and can deliver you out of.
Let us, let's all gather in here. Let's all gather in. I, I'm just about done. But just like when Joshua, just like when Joshua said, he said, now you shout. And I'm going to tell you, church family, we're going to have to get out of our comfort zone. We're going to have to show God we really want this. We're going to show God we're tired of being normal. We're tired of the mundane. We're tired of the ordinary. We're tired. We're tired. We're just, we want to break through God. I said, God, I want to break through. I want to break through. I want to break through. And it said, Joshua told the people to shout. Shout unto God. It says, shout unto God. Joshua said, shout. Shout unto God. And then the walls will fall. Ah, it's going to take you praying it's going to take you shouting it's going to take you worshiping god to get you to your breakthrough it's not going to happen any other way it's going to take you to shout and reach out to god that's what it's going to take that's what it's going to take church family that's what it's going to take to you to make a sound to you to make a sound to lift up david prayed to god and said shall i shall i attack shall i shall i attack and he said, came down and said yes 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 it is your time it is your time it is your time oh would somebody lift up holy hands right now Lift up holy hands, lift up holy hands, lift up holy hands. Oh God, oh God, oh God. I serve a God of the breakthrough. Oh yes, 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 oh God. Would somebody lift up your voice? Would somebody lift up your voice? Oh, God, oh, God. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, somebody, reach out to God. Reach out to God and say, God, I don't know how you're going to get me through this, God, but I'm just going to lean on you. I'm going to lean on you and praise you, God. Come on, somebody, lift up holy hands. Hallelujah. Oh, God, a God of the breakthrough. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, yes, oh, God. Somebody reach out to him. Reach out, reach out, reach out. Oh, God, I need you right now, Jesus. I need you, God. I need you, God. I need you, God. I need you, God. This is the place. This is the place, this is the place, this is the place for you to get your victory. This is the place for you to get your victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh God, oh God, oh God. This is the place, this is the place.